I'm Pastor Jack, and this is Yeah Think. My question today is, where is all the patriots? Where are all the patriots? Now, from what I understand, there are millions of guns in America. Millions of guns and millions of gun owners, and they're all good, respectable citizens of the United States. You'll never hear any problems out of these people. They're just good people. So, what is the sense of their having these guns? Well, I, I guess it's for self-protection. Uh, you know, some go hunting and some go target practicing. But mainly for self-protection, and I understand why in this day and age. What I can understand is with all this stuff that is going on, don't any patriots live in the areas where the riots are occurring? The other day I watched a, a, a man on a video, a man be dragged out of his truck, beat the snot out of him, and then as he's laying down, some guy runs up and does a football kick on his head. Wow, I, you know, I, I remember as a kid, when you beat him, you let him go, that was it, you don't, you don't destroy him. But, but today, they, they're just looking to kill people. I see people on video again walk up to an old lady and smash her in the face. Shoot a baby in the face. Shoot little kids. This, my friends, is the devil at work. The devil is doing all this stuff. And, you know, if you're a Christian, you should believe that. But I'm sure many of you don't believe that. And what is your, your position on that? I hope you're praying. I hope you're praying. Uh, this stuff will die. The Bible says when he who led it uh, will no longer be letting. In other words, uh, the Holy Spirit holds back the trouble. He holds back the trouble. And he's going to be let loose where he can leave. I imagine that would be the rapture. We would go with them because we're sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise. And if we're sealed by him, he is our sealed. It's not we're sealed by him. We're sealed with him. So he is our seal. He's wrapped around us. So when he goes, we go with him, I'm sure. But can you imagine what it's going to be like when the Holy Spirit is taken out of this place? So what do we do in the meantime? Uh, if they attack your house, you give it to them? If they beat up your family, you let them do that? Is that the Christian way of doing it? I think it's the devil's way of doing it. I think if you don't protect your home and family, you're not much of a Christian. You're not much of a man. You need to protect. I've seen women protecting their homes. Women are like mama bears. They, uh, they're very good at this thing. Men are not so good at this thing. I seen the other day, uh, the uh, you know the rally they have at Sturgis, where all the motorcycles are, all these big creatures, these hairy men, these 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 face stompers. I mean, these people that could kill you by looking at you, and they're all coming down on their motorcycles, boom, 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 and there's a line of people welcoming them, and in the middle of the line there's like ten Antifas or BLMs or whatever you want to call them with signs and it made me think why didn't one of those big strong patriots punch one of those little slimy pieces of turd right in the face
What's what stopped them from doing that? Why didn't the whole gang gang up on them and take them out? You know, if if it was reversed, if it was a uh, Antifa meeting, and we had ten patriots uh, uh, demonstrating, what do you think would have happened? So again, I ask you, what is our position during this time? What are we supposed to do when these things are happening all around us? The Bible talks about uh, God telling Joshua, go in and kill a man, woman, and child because their time has come. And I understand all that. That was the Old Testament, and God's not instructing anybody to go in and kill man, woman, and child today. But on the other hand, we have patriots with guns. Why aren't the people holding their guns? Why aren't they walking the streets with their guns? Why, when you see somebody uh, grab somebody and try to kill them, why is there no one there to stand in the gap? That's a good one. Uh, remember that one, Isaiah? There's no one in here to stand in the gap. Here I am, Lord, use me. I tell you what, I don't like fighting. I hate fighting. I hate bloodshed. I hate wars. I like peace. I like joy. I like happiness. I think everybody does. But these people are stopping our peace, joy, and happiness. These people are disrupting our lives and trying to destroy a way of life that we've come accustomed to, that we love. Now that's not right, and we need to do something about it. I think gallantry and chivalry is dead in this country today. I remember my father uh, uh, was on the bus, and he was going to work. And this man was standing in front. He was standing up, and the, a couple was sitting down, a man and his wife, I guess. And he was talking to the woman, and blah, 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 blah. Finally, he, he gets off, he gets, uh, goes, rings the bell, and he goes to the back door, and he tells the woman, come on. And she, no, 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 we don't get off this stop. So he closes the door. He goes up to the driver. He apologizes to the driver. He comes back, and he slaps the woman right across her face. Well, immediately, there's three or four men jump up. My father runs. And my father's a little man, and this guy was a big guy. I, I want you to get the picture right here. My father ran, and he jumped up on his back, grabbed him around the neck, and the bus driver turned on the light for the back door to be opened, and he flung him out the back door onto his rear end into the sidewalk. Now, now let me tell you something. My father, my father could have got killed. Maybe the guy had a gun, maybe he had a knife. Maybe he was just strong enough to strangle my father to death. But there was no thinking. It happened immediately. Because when someone is being hurt, you are trained to help them. We always stick together. Humanity sticks together. And humanity's not sticking together. Evil is sticking together. But humanity's not sticking together. And we're going to have a whole bunch of pastors now telling me, Oh, you're not teaching the good book. You're not teaching about how we're supposed to turn the other cheek. How do you turn the other cheek when somebody's about to kill you? 
Read the book again on what turning the other cheek really means. And stop saying silly things like that. And stop hiding behind the Bible to protect your sorry self. I'm not saying that we should all get together, get our guns, go out and start shooting people. That's not what I'm saying at all. I don't want you to get that in your mind. But if you have a handgun and you can carry it, carry it. Carry it. Be prepared. You know, how foolish is it for you to say to God, God, please pay my rent this month. And you're lazy and you don't work. How foolish is that? Please protect me, Lord. And you're lazy and you won't get up and fight for yourself. You know, when when God told Joshua to go in, the Bible says an angel of the Lord went before him and killed more people than Joshua did. Your, Your protection is there already. You don't have to worry about that. God will defend you. But you must answer the call to help your fellow man. This is ridiculous. What happens if you're walking down the street and somebody punches an old woman in the face? Do you keep walking because you don't want to get punched in the face? Or you don't want to be involved? Or you don't know if he'll kill you or not? Or you decide to take him out? And this is what we have to decide. Whether or not we're going to be men and stand up for ourselves and fight the good fight. I'm not saying to attack everybody. I'm saying to let them know we're all over the place. Imagine everywhere they go, there's somebody to stop them. They wouldn't be around long. You know, if you look at this whole thing, uh, in these uh, democratic areas, the mayors, the governors, they're not doing anything. And the poor police are stuck They're stuck without the ability to respond. Uh, Now they want to take away the pepper spray. Pepper spray, little thing like pepper spray. They want to take away from them. And I'm going to tell you something. I asked the question, why do these police officers carry guns? What are they for? And I don't believe in this protesting. Yes, the, the Constitution gives us the right to protest. But I think protests should be civil. Protests should be in designated areas. And protests should not be uh, allowing screaming, megaphones, uh, anything like that. Have you seen the protests, so-called protests, where they have their face right in the face of a police officer, cursing them out, calling them everything in the book? (laughs) Listen, we need to learn respect in this country. That's our police officers. That's the force that works for us. And if we let them people bother the cops, they won't bother to help us anymore. And I wouldn't blame them. How many cops have retired in New York City alone just because they can't do their job? And why do they have batons? I love batons. You know, my father said when, when he was a kid, now we're talking 70, 60, 70 years ago, uh, him and his friends might hang out on the corner. And a local cop would come along and say, okay, all right, guys, get lost. And if they didn't move fast enough, they'd get a rap on the back of the legs with the club. Now, today they say that's police brutality. I don't see it as police brutality. 
I see it as police enforcing the rules and not letting kids get away with murder. And you know what? You get a rap with that club, the next time they tell you to move, you'll move. And this is not a, uh, uh, a, a Nazi-type government or stormtroopers. The cops have the right to tell you to move. And you have the responsibility to do of doing what they say to do. That's all there is to it. If we taught our kids to obey the law, to obey their parents, to obey their elders, to listen to their teachers, to go to church, I mean, we'd have some great kids. And by the way, let me tell you something. I have two daughters that are remarkable. They're beautiful young ladies. They grew up nice. They respect the law and uh, their elders. And uh, they're well-trained. They're well-educated. Musically, my one daughter plays like eight instruments. The other one plays six. Uh, they are just terrific. And you know why? They were raised right. You ever go to the supermarket and see a kid kicking and screaming at mother because the mother won't buy them cupcakes or something? And what's the mother do? You be good and I'll give you what you want. You be good and, and, and we'll go to McDonald's or, or whatever. They, they're trying to bribe the kid. Know what we would do? We'd take the child outside, get into a corner someplace, and wail the tar out of their behinds. Walk them back in the store and watch how nice they walk next to the cart. If you don't enforce the law, the law will not be enforced. And it starts out with children. These are the same children that laid down and kicked their feet on the ground. Now we see them laying down on highways and kicking their feet on the highways. They're still overgrown babies. And you know, I think I read someplace that most of these people that are protesting are between the ages of 18 and 24. 18 and 24. So they've been brainwashed in college. Uh, they're, they're not taught at home. And this is what they do. This is what they do. They destroy the country. And we got to stop this first by taking care of our own children. And second, enforcing the law. Go in there with buses and start arresting people. And let me tell you something. If they're rioting, shoot them. Now, you might want to only shoot them in the leg, but shoot them. I guarantee you, if they start saying, these people are getting shot, they'll all run home to mama crying. There won't be any more of these riots. But then again, we can't do that because we're a liberal society. If you watch the Democratic uh, Convention, you'll see all these different people. And what they mostly said, uh, I don't think there was too many that said anything about what their plans were or how they were going to make this a better America. I, I didn't see much of that. What I seen was, we hate Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a liar. Donald Trump is this. Donald Trump is that. And then they lie about him. They said, oh, uh, Donald Trump was involved with the Russians. They're still saying that, even though it was proved after millions of dollars and three-year investigation that he had nothing to do with the Russians. Nothing. It was proved. And they already uh, arrested one FBI agent for... Uh, false false uh, representation of a document uh, 
you know, he, he, I don't know what he did, but he did something wrong. So they arrested him, and now they're going right up the ladder. All these people are on notice that they're going to be caught. And yet the Democrats keep going on. They call them peaceful protesters. What do you think will happen if the Democrats are elected? These peaceful protesters will be in a neighborhood near you. We will be giving away the store. They want to give illegal immigrants pay, money, medical care, everything you could think about instead of throwing them out. Look, this is what you have to do. You have to be prepared to protect yourself. So whether you carry a gun or a knife or even a baton, be prepared to protect yourself. Now, that's not an unchristian thing. I don't want to see anybody having their heads broken because they had no, nothing to protect themselves. Number two, November's coming. If you're lazy and you don't vote, you deserve anything you get. I'm going to tell you, you need to vote, and not just for the president. We need to replace all the congressmen, all the senators, mayors, governors. We need to put a conservative uh, group of people in office. And just think what that will do. If you have conservatives in Chicago, Chicago gets cleaned up. They could, they could make it beautiful again. All these places that lost businesses could have businesses return, taxes reduced. They want to stop fracking. They want to stop oil. They, they, they want to stop all the, uh, uh, the, the lifting of, of different requirements that Trump made so that people could have businesses. Listen, this is your deal. This is your fight. I'm voting for Trump. And I'm voting conservative. And I am asking you all to do the same thing. What I need you to do is to pray and to ask God to give us the peace before those last days come, to give us the peace that we can enjoy for a while and see what God will do. In the meantime, if you have anything to say, any questions, you want to yell at me or fight with me about something, uh, my email is 7101 at USA.net, 7101 at USA.net. Send me a note. I'll get back to you. Uh, let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, touch these people wherever they are. Give them peace. Give them love. Give them joy. And especially give them protection, Lord, that you will take care of them. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have a great day.